Hello, and welcome back to the Model Shop Podcast. My name is Fio, and I'll be your host as we explore the early days of Walt Disney Imagineering. We'll get to know some incredible people, experience extinct attractions, and always be on the lookout for some extra pixie dust. Before this episode officially begins, I have a quick question for you all. What do the 1960 Olympic torch, Mickey Mouse's official portraits, and the special effects in 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea have in common? It would seem like the answer would be absolutely nothing, but this is Disney Imagineering we're talking about. So of course that means that all of them were created by the same incredible person, John Hench. John Hench truly was a Renaissance Imagineer. He worked on everything from animation to live action films to theme park attractions, and he held many, many roles in his time at Disney. He is truly a fascinating person with a lot to talk about, so let's get started. When John Hench first came to the Walt Disney Company, it was through animation. For a while, he was a sketch artist working in the story, in the story department, and there he worked on films such as Fantasia. But John Hench was never satisfied just working in one thing, and that included working in one part of animation. His thirst to learn new skills meant that even within animation, he developed many different talents, including creating background art and layouts, as well as cartoon treatments, as he worked on Dumbo, The Three Caballeros, So Dear to My Heart, and Make Mine Music. Even for films that weren't strictly animated, such as 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, John Hench played a huge role, creating the many special effects in the film. It was his work on these effects that earned him an Oscar. John Hench had many skills and talents, but he was especially gifted in the area of color. He understood how color could manipulate emotions and create memorable images, which is obvious from the film Peter Pan, which was the film for which Hench was in charge of color design. Hench has said that his favorite part of animation, besides, of course, drawing Mickey Mouse, was color. And I guess his enthusiasm for Mickey Mouse paid off, because Hench was Mickey's official portrait painter for his 25th, 50th, 60th, 70th, and 75th birthdays. Hench put a lot of thought into each of these portraits of Mickey. In 1953, for his 25th anniversary, Mickey was shown standing in an office reminiscent of Walt Disney's, wearing his classic shorts according to Walt's request, though John Hench thought that Mickey was too famous and too fancy for shorts. So, his 50th birthday shows him more grown up. He's wearing long pants now, and Hench put the tiniest bit of gray into his hair. This time, he is in front of a map of Epcot, which would open a few years after Mickey's 50th anniversary portrait. This portrait calls back to a video in which Walt Disney explains his original vision for Epcot, and I think that it is beautiful that it shows how Mickey keeps the spirit of Walt alive, as this was the first portrait that was created of Mickey after Walt's passing. For his 60th birthday in 1988, Mickey is shown celebrating his new European park with a globe and a small French flag. I really like this one because behind him, John Hench put in pictures of Mickey throughout the years, showing the different styles and important cartoons that he had been in. Hench also included glasses on the table behind Mickey, showing his age, which is adorable. His 70th birthday portrait might just be my favorite though, because it is just so sweet. 
Mickey is seated on a stool, reading birthday cards from his friends, which would be cute enough on its own, but Mickey is also dressed in Walt's favorite orange work sweater, and there is a portrait of Walt hanging within the portrait of Mickey. The last portrait is much different from the rest of them, with Mickey pulling back a curtain, revealing a globe. Mickey is much smaller in comparison to the rest of his surroundings, and Hench explained that he wanted it that, that he hoped that this portrait would make it clear that Mickey's and Disney's goal is to unite people around the world with the stories they tell. I think it is so beautiful that John Hench was Mickey's official portrait painter for 50 years. It is certainly an important and enviable position for any artist. Though Hench likely could have remained working only in art and animation and done an incredible job, he wanted to try new ways of applying his knowledge. Luckily, in 1954, the Disney company was about to have a need for a lot of new forms of art, so Walt moved Hench to the model shop, now known as Walt Disney Imagineering, to help him create his biggest dream yet. And the model shop is where Hench would stay for 50 years until his passing in 2004. While he was there, he worked on many projects, starting with the opening day attractions for Tomorrowland. He also designed the beautiful buildings of Adventureland and New Orleans Square, worked on iconic attractions such as It's a Small World and Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln, and created the beautiful Snow White's Grotto just beside Sleeping Beauty's Castle. However, I think that his work after Walt Disney's passing in 1966 is even more meaningful. As a rather high up Imagineer, Hench had a lot of influence on the way that Imagineering operated and the projects that were created. And Hench, much like the mouse that he painted so many times, was dedicated to keeping Walt's spirit in everything that the company did. He adopted Walt's practice of going to Disney parks and getting a guest's perspective, and brought many other Imagineers along with him, and he passed down Walt's wisdom to those who had never known him, making sure that every Imagineer understood that they were engaged in one giant art project, almost like a giant film. Timing mattered, color mattered, each and every detail mattered. John Hench worked on so many Disney parks after Disneyland. And he was one of the main reasons that Walt's lessons and ideals have carried all around the globe years after his passing. John Hench was involved in some really interesting projects with Disney outside of either the theme parks or the most well-known animation projects that I had literally never heard of before. The first took place during his animation era in the 1940s, but didn't see the light of day until 2003 due to budget cuts. And that is the collaboration between Walt Disney and Salvador Dali in the form of a short film called Destino. John Hench worked closely with Dali to create the storyboard for the film, but then it was postponed for over 50 years. Now though, it has finally been created and you can watch it on Disney Plus. I actually recently watched it and it is an incredibly strange experience. It really does feel like you are inside one of Dali's wild and wacky paintings. There are people turning into statues, statues turning into people, people taking statues. 
ants turning into bicycles, it really does feel like you are living inside of Dolly's mind. And John Hench was the person who created the storyboard that made that possible. He was also involved in something that I had no idea that Disney even did, which was the 1960 Winter Olympics. Walt Disney was the chairman of the pageantry committee. So he was in charge of organizing the opening and closing ceremonies, meaning that his Imagineers were as well. And John Hench, being such an influential and respected Imagineer, was trusted with the creation of the torch for the 1960 Winter Olympics. As in all things he did, Hench took this responsibility very seriously, and he thought about each and every individual detail. He made the torch less top-heavy than it had been in the past, and added black tape to the shaft, all so that it would be easier for the athletes to carry, and of course, it was still very beautiful. John Hench really did think everything through while still maintaining immense creativity. I learned so much when researching for this episode, and I can confidently say that John Hench is one of the most interesting people I've ever covered on this show. So the next time I'm in Disneyland, I will definitely be paying a visit to his window on Main Street, which is just above the photo supply company. He actually shares his window with, er with Herb Ryman and Peter Ellenshaw as the three are instructors at the hypothetical Plaza School of Art. There is so much to remember John Hench by, but the one thing that all of his many projects had in common is that they were all made with a dedication and an understanding of the complex definition of what makes something art. So I think that this window is definitely very appropriate. For some pixie dust today, I have included a link to Mickey Mouse's portraits over the years in the description for this episode, so definitely take a look at those because they are so adorable, and I will see you all real soon.